Everyone, I want you to meet Forky. Golly, oh, Bob Hart. Look how long his arms are. Hi everyone, Vegas from Critic here, Jeffrey K. Howard, here to review Toy Story 4, directed by Josh Cooley, who worked on Inside Out, uh, directed the short film Riley's First Date, and was 15 years old when he saw the first Toy Story, and now he's in charge of the whole fourth edition of the series. Can you believe that? It's the American dream, isn't it? Uh, you know, Toy Story has just been an incredible feat for animation, for the Disney studio, for Pixar animation. And uh, it just, it seems like it's getting more and more popular uh, as every edition of these films come out. And uh, and I remember John Lasseter originally saying, you know, they were never going to do a sequel to this. And, and then when Disney bought them, they were going to do it without John Lasseter. And he says, okay, we'll do it. And now we have the fourth one. And uh, so I went into this and there were kids last night at my screening all dressed up. There were Buzz Lightyear's, there was Woody's, there was, I mean, you wouldn't believe, just like when the Harry Potter films came out, these little kids all showed up. We're talking like, you know, you know, kindergartners and first graders, all the kids came dressed up. So the vibe last night in the screening was just electric. It was because all the kids were just going crazy over it. And so now we have uh, uh, an Adventures of Buzz and Woody and all of our Toy Story friends. I'm not going to go through the whole list. They're all back, plus some new characters. But Andy's all grown up now. Andy went off to college, and he passed all his toys along to Bonnie. So Bonnie's this little girl who just absolutely loves playing with all these toys. But she has to start kindergarten, and she can't take her toys to school. So she ends up creating this new character called Forky <laughs> out of the trash, which is a spork with some pipe cleaner and some some uh, putty on for the feet and a broken popsicle stick that she writes Bonnie on the bottom, which makes it a toy. And Forky comes to life. He gets this consciousness. He doesn't understand where he is. He doesn't understand what's going on. It's really creepy. And he wants to keep returning to the trash where he's comfortable. Now, during all this, Woody's upset because he is no longer the favorite toy. You know, Bonnie's a girl, obviously. He, she wants to play with uh, different toys, and especially Forky. You know, it makes her feel comfortable, makes her feel safe. And also, it's that bridge between having that anxiety of being in kindergarten and being away from home and the parents. And, and Forky is the world to her. So, Woody takes takes it upon himself to say, look, I'm going to safeguard Bonnie's feelings. I'm going to make sure she's not going to get upset. I'm going to watch out for Forky. And of course, they go on this road trip. They go on this vacation. And, and Forky keeps getting lost. And they end up in this small town in this RV park uh, where Forky and, and Woody end up in this antique shop where they meet Gabby Gabby, this, this talking doll from the 1950s, who's when you pull her string, it's not working anymore, right? And that's why she hasn't been, you know, every toy wants to be loved. That's why she's sitting on the shelf all these years, because her, her little disc that they haven't made in 40 or 50 years doesn't work, but Woody has it. So she's kind of like the villain, I guess you call her in the movie. She wants that disc out of Woody's back, so she can be perfect condition, and a child will take her finally, and she'll be loved. And inside this really creepy antique store in this little town, she also has these uh, assistants, all these different ventriloquist dummies. They all look the same. Very slappy from Goosebumps. It was really creepy. They do her bidding. So while this is going on, you got Buzz back with all the other toys in the camper trying to figure out where in the world happened to uh, Woody and to, uh, to Forky. And also going on all this, at the beginning of the film, we find that that Bo Peep was uh, sold uh, not sold. She was given away because, you know, the, the girls grow up and they don't want their toys anymore. So she got separated from the group, but she was totally cool with it. But Woody, he was not. So we end up finding her again at this carnival across from the RV park. And it's about her living on her own with all these new kind of characters. It's really crazy. And at the carnival, we have Key and Peel are back doing their comedy routine as a duck, 
Ducky and Bunny, these two uh, carnival prizes that have been hanging there for years, hoping for a child to choose them and uh, to, to take them home and love them and play with them. Also, I heard Mel Brooks is one of the elephants. You know, he's, you heard his voice somewhere in there. And I'll probably stealing the whole movie in the antique store. Of course, there's all these toys that have been, no one's used in decades, is uh, Duke Kaboom, voiced by Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves, who steals every scene he's in. Duke Kaboom, Canada's greatest stuntman. Huh. Oh, yeah. Ha. Huh. Ha. Huh. Yes. Huh? And he's one of those, uh, he's a Canadian daredevil. He's like a, a, an evil Knievel from Canada. He's got all these great catchphrases. He's got all of, it's just really hysterical. Keanu just steals everything in the whole movie. Now, believe it or not, when I saw the trailer for this, I thought, a spork? Forky? Are you kidding me? Are they really scraping the bottom of the barrel? They can't think of something better than that. But Tony Hale, who does the voice of Forky, he was hysterical. He was bizarre. He was lovable. He was quirky. He was all these weird abstract things. And I fell in love with Forky so much, I'm going to go out to Target and buy the action figure. I mean, I can't believe I'm going to buy a spork that's, you know, made of pipe cleaner and putty and popsicle sticks. But I'm telling you, out of the most weird conversations and ideas out of Pixar, Forky is a winner. Now, my only complaint about the movie is that Buzz Lightyear and that Woody connection, you know, they were always partners in crime. This time, there's not much screen time between them. And if there is, they're kind of separate. You know, Buzz is doing his own thing and then Woody's doing his own thing. So you always had that team, that team effort going on, that camaraderie. It's really missing in this film. It's more with Bo Peep and it's more with Gabby Gabby. It's more with Forky. So it's kind of splintered off like that. So Buzz is almost like a secondary character in this, which was really unusual because you know, he didn't get much screen time with Woody, and it just felt like he was left out. Now, I kept thinking about John Lasseter, you know, he's, he was forced out of Pixar, and he, he created the whole company and Toy Story, and it was his vision. He was the Walt Disney of Pixar. I think he's credited for the storyline in this, and I couldn't but help think what you know, what he would have brought to Toy Story 4, you know, because there was sometimes there were some dead ends in the movie. It was kind of slow, but very emotional at times. And, you know, people were coming out. There's a big twist at the end. I'm not going to give any spoilers away. Uh, and the animation is just incredible. There is, there's the whole uh, carnival. You see the merry-go-round and all the details. The very beginning of the film, there's a rainstorm and they have to save an R RC uh, a car that's going in the gutter with a rainstorm. And so uh, Slinky and them are trying to rescue him. And you just see the raindrops coming down the thunder and it just looks fantastic it's unbelievable just when you think well you know computer animation they've they've kind of topped out a toy story four takes it to a whole new level so congratulations to josh cooley congratulations to all everybody who was involved uh with toy story four it's uh it's really delivers the audiences went crazy for it and it's got a built-in legacy and you know just when you think as sequels keep going and going and going that they get worse uh even though i had some kind of issues with the film overall it's 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 a really good time and you know what people are going to go crazy for toy story 4 all right for more reviews and interviews just surf on over to my website vegasfilmcritic.com check me out on social media facebook twitter instagram and if you're watching on youtube which you should be make sure you comment below what did you think of toy story 4 also hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any of my reviews and my interviews i'm jeffrey gay howard in las vegas thank you for joining me i'll see you next time